Hey, Kate. Hey, Eric. I'm really excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking with Jorge Descartes, who is the Director of Dining, Housekeeping, and Security here at York Hospital. We're going to talk about several things. We're going to cover a lot of ground, including farm to table, um, all the ways that he and his team support the community, and we'll discuss the very popular meal delivery program. Very looking. I am so looking forward to that conversation. I work very closely with with Jorge daily, so this will be a good conversation. Looking forward to it. I work closely with Jorge as well. We have a lot of overlap with our services, so I feel like this will be a really good conversation. And then there's probably several things I don't know about Jorge that I'll learn today. (laughs) So we'll see. Hi, I'm Kate Ford. And I'm Eric Fogg. Welcome to C-Town. In each episode, we will discuss all things York Hospital, past, present, and future, as well as current medical topics to help us navigate that sometimes confusing world of healthcare. Uh, before we get into that interview, let's do a couple hospital updates. Right. So um, we'll direct people to our Facebook page, York Hospital on Facebook, and our www.yorkhospital.com for the most up-to-date events that are coming up. Um, You have one in August. Yeah, we're going to continue to plug this during all of our episodes because it's such a powerful and important uh, event that we do every year. It's an annual fundraiser. It's called the Hancock Classic Annual Fundraiser, um, Hancock Classic 2020. Uh, it takes place on Thursday, August 6th uh, from 5.30 to 10 o'clock. It's at the Viewpoint Hotel, uh, which is on Noble Road in New York, which is a different venue for us this year. And this will be the first um, year there. Yep. And uh, we do this every August. And the reason why it's important and the reason why we've been talking about it and promoting it is because the funds that we raise at this event contribute directly to the meal delivery program and the transportation program here right. at York Hospital. So it's one of our bigger fundraisers, and, it, uh, and the funds go to a really, really important uh, program here at the hospital that we're going to delve into um, quite a bit. Right, and a big shout-out to the Hancock family for their dedication to York Hospital and those service points. Absolutely. Their contributions have been enormous to this, uh, to this organization. So yeah. great. Without right. further ado, let's get let's into get our started. discussion. We have Jorge Descart here with us today. He is the Director of Dining, Housekeeping, and Security. Uh, interesting enough, Jorge went to school for criminal justice and business management. Um, he supported himself, though, in his early years through college, um, working in restaurants, and uh, specifically in managing the kitchen. He developed a love for food and restaurant management. He has been with York Hospital for 10 years, starting off in the kitchen and eventually taking the role of director of dining. And then housekeeping and security, I believe, came a little bit later on. Um, So welcome, Jorge. Hi, thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, we're excited. Jorge, you and I have known each other for quite some time. We work uh, closely on on certain things throughout our our overlapping service lines. but uh, tell us a little bit about how you developed this passion for uh, food and food services and how that came about. Sound like it was a, you know, it was a little side hustle and, and helped you get through college and that type <laughs> side of thing. Side hustles but, are not bad. But it, but it turned into something more than that. It almost Absolutely. turned into a career. So, so take us through that, that sure. uh, evolution. No, I've worked in uh, restaurants for, I would say, uh, 16 years now. I started at a very young age. I, I was 13. Uh, started wow. doing dishes and worked my way up to uh, to the line. I've worked uh, everywhere from 
uh, gourmet kitchens. I've worked in uh, more business settings, kitchens. So I've worked for uh, different kinds of dining services. Uh, I was uh, looking for a new position. I had a a young child on the way and we uh, needed benefits at the time and I needed uh, to kind of get away from the uh, hustle and bustle of restaurant life. Mm -hmm. Uh, so York Hospital was a huge opportunity, and I started there. Uh, it's been 11 going on 12 years now, and we have uh, absolutely grown um, in a multitude of things. Uh, we have started uh, farm-to-table programs. We've continued to grow our uh, home delivery programs and also our off-site delivery programs. Tell us a little bit more about the farm-to-table. Yeah. So I started a farm-to-table program roughly three years ago. Uh, My intent was to work with local farms in the area. Uh, Zach's Farm is the the largest one that we currently work for. Uh, Spillers is another one. Uh, And then we also have uh, farms that are also based out of New Hampshire that we work for uh, or work with. Uh, So that's that's been great. Any time that we're able to... um, either bring in fresh fruits or vegetables, uh, even proteins with Chase's Farms, we've been able to adapt and utilize that in, uh, in our cafeteria. And is that more seasonal, but is the season, do you try to try to stretch out that season? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So as, as soon as, uh, as I, I call around to the local farms and they tell me they're, they're ready to go with product, if it's uh, a couple of bushels of, of product to cases, um, where uh, we produce quite a few meals through our, our dining program. So anytime that we're able to incorporate farm-to-table, uh, fresh, uh, fresh vegetables is, uh, is, is definitely what we're, we're striving for. I, uh, one of my soapboxes and one of my uh, things I'm very sensitive to is, is someone who's worked in healthcare is the value of quality nutrition. And if you look around the country and you look at hospital food, very similar to school-based foods, we've kind of lost our way, I think, a little bit. Um, When I was a a graduate student at Emory University in Atlanta, I did my emergency medicine rotation at probably the third largest county hospital in the United States called Grady Memorial Hospital. It's the Cook County of, of Atlanta, Georgia. And... Even as a young student, it blew me away that in the lobby of this huge healthcare system was a fast food chain, and that's not uncommon. And uh, the food industry and a lot of big healthcare systems has turned into um, very similar to the fast food. In other words, you get food in bulk, you heat it, heat these large volumes of food, and and some of the nutritional value is lost, and which seems counterproductive to health and wellness, particularly in a place where people are trying to heal or get better. And one of the unique things about York Hospital is my perception, this is, I'm getting to a question, I promise you, uh, is, is, is that <laughs> this, this is a little different. There are people, I eat several meals a week at your hospital if I'm passing through for uh, meetings and, and whatnot. If it's that time of day, I'll come down and, and grab something to eat because I'm confident I can get something that's good and fresh and healthy and, and you have great options. Um, so again, getting to my question, tell me about your philosophy and your approach to food offerings at York Hospital that may differ than you see at other institutions. Absolutely. I think if folks know me and I I really uh, elaborate on our dining program, uh, folks always hear me say uh, it's restaurant quality food in a healthcare setting. Uh, 
so that's what I strive for every day. Uh, so uh, some of the things that we do that is different than other organizations uh, in healthcare is we have a true room service style uh, facility uh, dining program. So what that means is you're able to call from the moment that we open to the moment that we close and you're able to stay as long as you're within your dietary restrictions. We're able to offer uh, anything that that's really uh, there in our kitchen. So that's that's one one large piece of it. Uh, another would be our uh, offerings in the cafeteria. A lot of folks, or I'm sorry, a lot of organizations uh, have very basic menus. If you take a look at, at the menus that I create every week, they're always fresh. They're new ideas. Uh, we I incorporate a lot of things that I see. Uh, in our area locally, uh, in our restaurants, uh, because uh, I patron uh, a lot of restaurants in the areas to see what's new, what's fresh, what's uh, coming up, and we always incorporate that in, uh, in our dining room. I think one of my favorite things is the half meal. Yes. When you feel like you want a piece of lasagna, but you don't need the big piece of lasagna, and you can get a half of any, really, any Absolutely. of the meals. Sometimes, some meals are a little bit trickier, but they do a really good job giving you that half meal. And yes. then, of course, it's not quite half price, but it's a reduced price. Exactly. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, we have a wonderful salad bar uh, that we have fresh offerings for daily. Mm -hmm. uh, we have our fresh soups. Uh, two soups a day. Two soups a day, uh, seven days a week. Uh, so we always uh, we have a lot of folks from the community that come in uh, there are our regulars, just like any any other restaurant would have. Uh, a lot of folks are saying, well, I'm not going to buy groceries. I'm home alone. It's just me. I'm going to come in breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And they do it seven days a week. It's part of their routine. Mm -hmm. uh, so I really get to know a lot of our folks that uh, that are with us every day. So that that's that's a great feeling. Specialty panini every day and the, yes. lo the famous lobster the roll. Famous that's the cliche <laughs> is that you <laughs> yes. can get a lobster, lobster roll at your car. And it's very true. And, and I've sampled it too. many a times. But uh, with, with trying to go farm to table, with trying to offer fresh things, the challenge to that, and I think why a lot of larger institutions go to these bulkier type of things is cost, right? Yeah. So how do you control cost and offer these great offerings while, while being sensitive to budgetary issues? How, what's your strategy with that? Absolutely. No, we, I take a look at it uh, every day. The great relationship that we have uh, with the folks that, that are on the fields that are farming is that um, they may end up with extra tomatoes that that's fall or um, squashes, uh, greens. Uh, so we really take a look at, at everything. And uh, what they always try to do is uh, is we help each other. You know, they have ex excess product, more than happy to take our, uh, take it off their hands um, at, at a great cost to us. Right. So it's building relationships. That's the big piece. Sure. That's a really good segue. Yeah, go for it building relationships with those uh, in the community. So yes. um, we talked quite a bit about this, but talk about the community support that, that your um, area uh, pro provides. No, absolutely. Uh, so we offer a multitude of uh, support for our table of plenty uh, of community or folks that are in the program. Um, so we help them with ordering product. Uh, every six weeks, we are at the First Parish Church where Table Plenty is offered here in New York. Here in New York, and we we do any every, any time that we're we're there in York Hospitals. Uh, next up, uh, we offer over 100 100 meals uh, just just for that night alone. That's 
and that's the six-week schedule. And the ordering of supplies you don't just do for York, right? It's Berwick and Kittery. Correct. And, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So any any chance that I have uh, to try to support uh, any other organizations that that are community involved, we're more than happy to do that. Mm-hmm. And some of the other ones, the food pantries. Food pantries, absolutely. Yeah. We have a few churches in, U- in Wells along with York that we, we support. Crossroads. Crossroads, and yes. And the Wells, right. Okay. And what? tell us a little bit about the relationship we have with York Housing Authority. Sure. So York Housing Authority, uh, we teamed up with them roughly about eight or nine years ago. Uh, Southern Maine Agency for Healthy Aging Aging, uh, had a uh, voucher program that they offer. Uh, So we were able to connect with them, uh, and we offer 125 meals a week uh, to that community. So folks were able to purchase a meal voucher, uh, then they get it reimbursed uh, in either the dining room or through York Housing Authority. And they have a little... um cafeteria there they do it's kind of a satellite yes. of your hospital absolutely so we okay. cook everything they come uh monday through friday they pick up the meals they they bring them back they serve them to the folks that are uh that are in that area it's amazing work out in the community i didn't even know all the uh, organizations that you touch so to that point you talked about ability to get food out in the community there is a meal delivery program that yes. run through your shop as well. Absolutely. So how many meals a week do you deliver, including, I guess, the one that you just mentioned? So how, how many meals are going out of your hospital into the community per week? So uh, I know you're a numbers guy. <laughs> so I, I actually, I, that's stats. the rumor. That's I, I, I brought some, some stats. I like stats too. Uh, <laughs> so we have 11 volunteer drivers. Okay. And they bring uh, meals to York, Kittery, Elliott, also the Wells Urgent Care. Um, they also help and support us with our oncology services and making sure that folks are getting meals there. Uh, we have currently 184 customers in our home delivery program, and we are offering also 200 meals a week just through that program alone. That's amazing. We've just started to... Um Connecting, I keep doing a little plug for the Bridges program, but connecting meal delivery to the Bridges program. So we haven't, you haven't quite expanded meal delivery. Look at me. We, we haven't. Um, it's a partnership. And, it Absolutely. is, it is. Into um, Wells home delivery, but to Wells staff and patients getting uh, treatment. Uh, so now we have our Wells delivery driver bringing the meals to Wells Urgent Care, and then a Bridges volunteer picking it up there and delivering it out to the home. So I think we're going to see more and more Absolutely. of that partnership. So we're always looking for uh, drivers to help and support us. Uh, right now we have 11 uh, openings, or 11 uh, drivers that help support us, uh, but we're always looking for more. I would love to see uh, us going into South Berwick, Berwick, uh, further into Agunquit and absolutely expanding wells. Uh, the need is there. Uh, the great thing that I think folks don't reala- realize about the meal program is uh, it's it's an avenue for folks to be able to stay in their homes longer. Uh, that's something that the meals program has been, it's been existing for 10 years. This isn't anything new that I've, that I've created or done, but it's something that I, am, I feel very passionate about. Uh, to try to help the folks in the community who uh, are homebound, they can't get out, maybe they're just not feeling well, 
or where they're going through treatment, uh, post-op surgeries, maybe you're having a knee replacement uh, and you can't get into your vehicle and get to the store. So this is a great avenue for us to be able to provide those, those meals uh, to you for a, a short period of time or a long period of time. We've had folks uh, in this program for five years. So, Jorge, you mentioned you're always looking for volunteers and support. If one of our listeners is listening to this podcast and, and uh, the, the light goes off a little bit, like, this sounds fantastic, I need so, to get involved, how do they go about contacting you or your hospital to get involved? What, what would you recommend sure. they do? Yeah, no, they can call me directly. Uh, my direct line is 207-351-2332. And uh, if you contact me, it Maybe the availability is a day a week. Maybe it's two days a week. Uh, we always look for fill-in drivers. Uh, we are always looking for uh, extra drivers. So that would be great. Awesome. That's great. I, uh, I think that um, the more folks learn about it, the more folks hear about it, um, hopefully we can um, help support and, and get folks interested and, and reach out to you because this clearly is something that is um, a great service. Great service. Can we uh, do a little plug? You have also some outpatient dietitian um, Absolutely. service. Yes, so uh, we also have three uh, registered dietitians on staff. Uh, so if folks are have questions, concerns, maybe life changes, uh, they would like to see a registered dietitian to see possibly intakes, healthier options. We can, I can certainly help navigate through that process as well. We offer outpatient consultations uh, in three of our sites, Kittery, York, and also Wells. And I, I see that as um, a growing trend yes. as well. We are good in this country and uh, at prescribing medications and, and those type of things with sometimes overlooking uh, the benefits of true nutritional support, nutritional advice, uh, nutritional counseling, uh, and how it can impact disease and health and wellness. I'll share with you both a really interesting story. I um, I did my medical training in, in Atlanta, as I shared at Emory, and one of my rotations was down in South Georgia, and this was in the mid-'90s. And one of the things I learned um, – at this small little community hospital, which was fantastic and amazing. But uh, the difference between a diabetic tray and a non-diabetic tray at this facility in 1995 was sweet tea versus unsweet tea. Everything else was the same, which, you know, just kind of shows mm-hmm. kind of how far we've come with with looking at the quality foods that we eat and how it can impact um, your uh, health outcomes and your uh, disease states and that sort of thing. So those type of services where you actually have the dietitians, I've seen them at YFP and KFP and, and, and consulting with patients and that sort of thing uh, is critically important. And I think as we go forward in medicine, it's my opinion that you'll see more value placed on that. There's no doubt that the science and the research there is, is that eating better right? It's not Absolutely. rocket science. <laughs> yeah. Less processed food, more yes. whole foods, uh, more nutritionally dense foods, right, leads to better health outcomes. Absolutely. So I think you're already ahead of the game with the services that you provide. So uh, hopefully we can continue to see that grow. No, there's a, a York Hospital has always been known for exceptional food. And uh, I think we have realized that, um, are in advance of other other facilities or other healthcare uh, organizations. Um, Judd Knox is uh, a great example of that to help us. Uh, has uh, has always been a huge supporter of of the, the meal delivery program and just the overall 
uh, dietary program. Great, great. And a plug, because there's some turnover that happens. I know um, I would say for dining services, um, volunteers, um, it's the your biggest uh it's one of the biggest areas that yes. I service uh, for volunteers. I think there are 30 yes. total volunteers. Um, and we're always looking for additional volunteers yes. to, to help and support us. So you uh, can contact me for that, 351-2224. Um, but also um, it does help with staffing, so people calling in or needing vacation and that. So put a little plug in. Do you have any yes. – um, well – not specific positions, but in general, sure. you have. Um, yeah, so we're always looking for for support uh, from volunteer services, yeah. uh, and Kate, you do a wonderful job when it comes to helping us and supporting uh, staffing of the uh, of the volunteer program. Thank you. I wasn't um, looking for a plug, but that no, no, no. But <laughs> I, you deserve one absolutely. Uh, we always need help and support. Is running a, a true room service style. Uh, program that means that the phone is always ringing and there's always patients needing a tray and a hot uh, and a hot hot food meal. hot meal hot absolutely meal, right? yeah. yeah so we're winding down at a time yes. Jorge's one of those one of those guests that we could we could talk to and, and the impact that he has and his teams have at York Hospital is tremendous so um, on behalf of York Hospital and the Board of Trustees we thank you for your leadership for your hard work for your commitment to uh, the great services that you provide. And uh, Kate and I, thank you so much for coming on our, our show. Yeah, we didn't thank even you. talk about your other areas, but dining is a Absolutely huge a, part of it your is. day. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Ahead. Awesome. Thank, thank you, you very much. So I feel like we should put a plug in for the other part. A big part of his uh, job is the housekeeping and keeping things clean and neat and and that and, and security as well. So yeah, he has, we didn't get <laughs> enough time to talk about those areas, but those are vitally important. Yeah, he has a big responsibility, well. no doubt. He works tremendously hard um, in piecing together all of those and keeping us safe from a security standpoint, keeping us clean, like you said, and feeding us, right? Those are the, <laughs> those are the fundamentals to <laughs> a, healthy, right. a healthy work environment and, and no better guy than Jorge to do that. And I'm gonna ask an Eric question. Yeah. Did you learn anything new? So, um, you know, just the just the vast amount of offerings that uh, that that go out there from his department. I guess I didn't know every nook and cranny of those. I knew certainly we were reaching out and doing a lot of community service, but all of those pieces that uh, uh, you had discussed with him, I, I wasn't aware of all of those. So I certainly was uh, uh, not surprised, but uh, it was just so impressive to listen to to hear all the ways we're impacting those communities uh, in our catchment area. That's right. I also think that he's one of those people that touch many different areas within the hospital. Yeah. So he could be our MVP for collaboration, no department collaboration. So, so again, one of those guys where <laughs> I walk around, I'm out in the community a lot, and uh, you're always bumping into Jorge because he seems to be everywhere. You're uh, there and everywhere. You're there and everywhere, yeah. no doubt. It's a great uh, service. And again, a guy who uh, on a – on a random weeknight at nine o'clock, if we're having some security issues, I can pick up the phone and, and contact and, and touch base with. So he's always uh, one of those guys who's always available. He's a true leader and champion here at, at York Hospital. It's great that hats. we could we could capture him. So yes, excellent.
Excellent. Thanks, Eric. Thank you very much. So be sure to visit our website, yourhospital.com backslash ctown-podcast, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify so you'll never miss a show. Be sure to come back and listen to our next episode. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for listening to this episode of C-Town. We hope you found it of interest and would love to hear from you about topics you'd like to learn more about. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find episodes by clicking C-Town button on the homepage of yorkhospital.com. By listening to this podcast, you're agreeing not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own provider for any medical issues that you may be having. C-Town is a production of Darcy Creative in collaboration with York Hospital. Copyright 2020.